Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast, the podcast that can and possibly will save the world. My name is Tim Sherry. I am the CEO of the Movie Council, once, a back, once again back in the hosting chair this week. We are, we are running a little shorthanded. We will get into why in just a, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, even though we're shorthanded, that won't stop us from doing what we do best, and that is talking movies and offending people. Hell because yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> Tonight I'm here with two, just two of my esteemed colleagues. You guys want to, you. you guys want to hear from them? You guys want to hear from them? Let's first talk to my, my producer, my editor, my, my chief of staff. I just made that one up. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's fucking, well, I not at this point. He is, uh, he, he, he handles, he handles the day to day of this podcast he does a hell of a job he's my big pro and most importantly he is the podcast's daddy mr dan sherry what's going on man daddy is uh excited about tonight we're, we're gonna be talking about two movies that uh boy, boy they're gonna be fun to talk about yeah i and a little I can't bit different wait. i can't <laughs> wait to hear your thoughts on them it's gonna be boy it's gonna be fun i, ca- I can't wait yeah, it's going to be a good one. We'll get into that specific topic uh, in just a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, DP, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody how they can uh, how they can talk to us and reach us and, and be fans of us? Yes, that's right. Uh, we are we're on all the socials, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are at Movie Council Pod. And if you uh, have something more for the show, you want to email us. Uh, the email is moviecouncilpod at gmail. So yeah, send us, send us some uh, feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Also, uh, yeah, don't feel free to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to us. I do want to remind everybody too that if you do leave a review, if you send us an email, you send us an Instagram message, Facebook message, whatever it is, we are obligated to read it on the show, no matter what it is. Again, mm-hmm. unless you you know offend a, you a, go a, too a toddler. Far. Yeah, if you offend a toddler, we won't do that slayback. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, we will most likely we will most likely. I, I appreciate you guys not reading that. You know, I'm starting to pick up the hints. Of, yeah, it uh, was it was not what, what was there. Nope, I don't think um, you're you're not privy to that info. That's no, that's good. That's, that's locked in the movie. That's probably vault. good for slayback too. Yeah, yeah, he's my boy. So, <laughs> anyways, we uh, Marky kind of buried the lead here, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to say it because it's tradition. And we love it, and I know the ladies love it, especially. We are going to swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk Woo! to my boy, my bro, my brother from another mother. The the very handsome, the very sexual, the very toit, the very the very lovely, gorgeously bearded, smooth talking Southern gentleman, Mister Marky Bondarout. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Appreciate it as always. Thank you. Hmm. need a haircut and a beard cut I'm, you say all these nice things people can't see me they figure i've got a beard but jesus i look like a homeless person right now it's a lovely, it is a lovely <laughs> one yeah 
You know, you it's can buy too. You, yeah, you, I was gonna say it's hot down in Charlotte, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. This is the kind of place where those assholes step outside and they like from across the street yell at you. It's not the heat; it's the humidity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then you're obligated to run over there and slap them in the face. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're doing the world a service yeah. when you go ahead and do that. So we mm. do appreciate that. It is actually going to be hot here next couple of days. We're actually getting it back up into the 90s here in the uh, in the Boston yeah. area. Yeah, Daddy Shockingly. trimmed his beard. Yeah, Marky, mm-hmm. you know this apparatus you can like literally go on Amazon and just buy like just a, zoop, a, trims it right down. Thing. It's beautiful. You know, 90% of the reason I have a beard is because I fucking hate shaving or doing mm. uh, a, a, a lot of personal hygiene at yeah. all, really. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be lucky oh. if you catch me with deodorant and toothpaste on, you know, <laughs> on a regular day. Oh, you are a perfect match for my niece then. That's uh yeah. that seems to me. <laughs> I can see you are a match made in heaven. I am trash. (laughs) (laughs) You're about as South North Carolina as it gets. That's Mm. geographically too. Let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) That's not just literal. That's that. I'm sorry. That is literal. Yeah. No, I live in South North Carolina. The the, uh, border to South Carolina. I could walk there in a few minutes. I could go over there and get uh, what would be illegal fireworks in North Carolina, and I can buy liquor from a corner store, which I could not do here. (laughs) Silly laws, arbitrary laws. Well, anywho, we're not here to talk about the goddamn weather. We're here to talk about movies. But before we talk about movies, I do have a couple of shout outs I'd like to like to do if you guys are okay with that. Hey, uh, first of all, I'd like to do a quick shout out to my girls, uh, Sarah Hirsch and Tina Marie Miller. They host a podcast called Peaches and Power Bombs. It's a pro wrestling p- podcast. And your boy, your boy right here. I was mm-hmm. on it. I was on it last Tuesday night. Uh, nice. and I think uh, I think they probably probably put it out already. They, they uh, if anybody uh, is a pro wrestling fan and wants to listen to it, they uh, they only do YouTube. We recorded on StreamYard, StreamYard DP. I'm not familiar Greenyard. with that one. Yeah, I think it's pronounced, I think it's Grieg, 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 Grog, Grog. Uh, it's Streamyard, um, and then they just we do it and they just and they actually stream it live on Facebook, um, and then they uh, we. Is it just they, audio or they do video too? They do audio and video, and then they just cool. post it on YouTube. So they don't do like iTunes or Spotify or anything like that, but they post all the stuff. Uh, you can search it on YouTube, Peaches and Power Bombs. It's a, it's a lot of fun. These girls. Um, they, again, I think I said it before. It's Peaches and Power Bombs. Because power mm-hmm. bombs is a wrestling move. I thought and, you said yeah. power bottoms. No. It's power bombs. <laughs> no, that, that's bottom. that's my podcast. <laughs> yeah, ah. <laughs> so uh, it's power bombs. So it's a wrestling move. And the girls are both from Georgia. So they're Georgia gotcha. peaches. Get it? I get that it. That makes sense. Got it. Right. Yes. Good. It all lines up. All right. So you did that last Tuesday? I did it last and Tuesday. We had a lot of Episodes out now? Episode should be out on YouTube. I haven't checked, but I know they they pretty much it is. I just looked. At, I just checked. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is up uh, now. So yeah, listen. We, we had and by the time, time you hear this, it will be a, have been up for quite a few days. So yes, yeah. close to a week. So uh, God, really nice girls. They do. They have. We have a fun time. I actually have to curb my language. I don't swear at all. Can you believe that? I oh wow! Swear How many times did once. you say cunt? I not one time. I didn't even. I don't I did believe. Not they didn't. Swear they once. didn't have to bleep you. Impressive. Nothing. Wow. I, I know. I. I, be, I was. That around, is I was, fucking impressive. I was Holy hanging, shit! Goddamn motherfucker. I was. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging around two proper southern women. I had to mm. behave myself. They're lovely young ladies, and we had a great time. So uh, shout out to them. Listen to their yeah. podcast. Uh, it's 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 a good time. They're they're, they're nice girls. Uh, another quick shout out too to my. My lovely little puppy here, Aster. Today is her eighth birthday. 
Hey, oh, happy birthday, Aster. Oh, there she is. She's down there with her Kong. She's having the time of her life. Eight years old, this little shit. Can you believe wow. it? Wow. Fucking wow, eight yeah. years already? God damn. You remember her, DP, when she was like I... a 14-week-old puppy? Yeah. Tiny. Oh, tiny little thing. This gypsy dog just had her uh, uh, seventh birthday. I was just going to ask you Sunday. how old she was. I remember. Past... Gypsy's like... birthday is on Juneteenth. Yes. I remember Sam was up here when Aster was a puppy. Um and then I remember not too long after that, she ended up getting a dog too. So, like, right. oh, okay. Yeah. So I was going to ask you how old Chippy was, but uh, that's good. So, yeah, that's uh, Aston. Yeah. It's actually uh, AJ's, uh, we're going to talk about AJ in a minute. AJ's son's birthday today, too. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Dan- that's right. Danny, it's his. Him and Aster have the same birthday. Shout out, oh. Danny. What up, yes. Danny? Now that yes. we know you listen, what up, dog? Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. I didn't text him or anything, but I mean, oh, yeah. I, I said it on the podcast. Point. It counts. Yeah, it's even, even better. I said, I said it on the podcast too. Well, Marky did. Uh, by the time he yeah, listens to this, yeah, it'll, it'll be happy, happy late birthday. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of AJ, he's not here tonight. As you might, you might conspicuous of his absence. He uh, are you sure? Oh, wait, hmm. AJ, are you here? I'ma tap that ass. Oh, there he is. oh so, oh, so he's he busy. That's what the problem is. <laughs> he is he is indisposed, if you will. Uh, uh, AJ is off. Uh, he's a, some banker thing, right? Mm-hmm. Hot shot banking. <laughs> hot shot banker. The hot shot banking. Yeah. Gala. Yeah. He's at a gala or a ball. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They talk about banking and jerk each other. You know, off. he's got cufflinks on and a starch yeah. shirt. Yeah. He's got a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> drinking Penguin. some champagne coattails yeah. some single malt scotch and Dressed just like, like yeah. uh i'm starting to get a little tipsy <laughs> 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 just strolling around dressed like captain crunch he's just <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh, they talk about that oh, talking about which neighborhood they're going to foreclose on which people they're going to put out in the street yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> he's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm gonna have a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> uh, foreclosures. Oh, AJ. I've never heard him laugh Ooh. so hard when he talks about foreclosures. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how poor. Oh, goodness gracious. I think this is the only. I think is this the only time AJ's Ooh. ever missed a show because we didn't. It the, is. The, yeah. The time he was sick. We, oh, wow. Remember the night we were going to try to do it while he was in the hospital. We right. Were yeah. to get him to stream like, you you got your laptop yeah, there, right? right? <laughs> you're right. I forgot about that. Uh, we didn't, and we skipped it that week for him. So this is the first time AJ's ever missed an episode. That is that's mm-hmm. impressive. He was like the. He was like Lou Gehrig. He was like Cal Ripken. Just yeah. Now DP, you got the Iron, Iron Man. Man streak. Now it's you. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So it might break. Ripping. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes uh, <laughs> over these next few weeks. But uh, yeah, Anyways, dad, daddy, uh, daddy does the recording, so he's kind of got to be here. You right? Know? You got your fucking <laughs> leg are, chained to this shit. We are right. we are uh, crossing our fingers that maybe AJ will get home early and, and pop on and talk to us. If not, that's mm-hmm. okay. Everybody needs a week off here and there. It's fine. Yeah. AJ, I hope you're having a blast at your at your gala gala mm-hmm. event. He's just sipping like. Like a glass of $57 scotch, mm-hmm. <laughs> laughing about people that can't pay their mortgages and things like that. When did he become an evil banker? When did that happen? Because he's a banker. Bankers are evil. <laughs> like, pretty soon. Like, I really like it, though. He, like, gives back I like the, the idea of yeah. <laughs> just putting people on the street and <laughs> laughing at them. 
they walk around and they put empty glasses on silver trays from people that are carrying them, follow right. them around. We're acting like these Andrew's- are things that are known. <laughs> like peasant, get me more caviar. <laughs> We're acting like he's in some giant high rise. Like I've been to his office. Like, it's like, <laughs> all right, you know, I mean, it's better 50, than mine. Fifty-year-old like, red yeah. brick building. <laughs> Uh, AJ, I hope you have fun. Maybe we'll see you later. Maybe not. Maybe we'll see you next week. Have fun tonight. We uh, we're gonna carry on uh, with the show. We have two great movies. I want to talk about one other quick thing before we get into those two movies. Dupree. Yeah. Uh, remember last week we we were talking about I was talking about that movie, The Black Phone. Um, mm-hmm. It hadn't come out yet, and you were saying, oh, the reviews so far like ninety percent, only twenty reviews in. I just want to give you guys yeah. a quick update. We it, it did open. It opened today actually. Mm-hmm. Now, 150 reviews in, and it's 83%. And the audience score over 250 is 92%. Wow. All right. So this not bad. Even, despite Ethan Hawke, this yeah. still seems <laughs> to be doing despite well. Ethan it seems to be doing well. Um, I would check it out. Like I said, it's it's uh, based off a short story by Joe Hill, who I love, who wrote one of my favorite mm-hmm. books of all time. So I, I don't know. We should check that movie out. Maybe it'll come out streaming. Maybe when it does, we'll uh, we'll do that. We'll yeah. talk about a few other Ethan Hawke movies so I can just redline all night, but right. that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so I don't know. That's one we should think about for the future. Uh, folks, if you're looking to hit up the theater and you've already seen the, the things that you should, like we talked about everything everywhere all at once last week, you should definitely see that first. Um, although I haven't seen, I haven't seen Top Gun yet, so I can't gotta say. See Top Gun. I got to do Top it. Gun. I gotta, I gotta do Are it. you American? You got to see Top Gun. I got to do it. I really do. Do you, do you want to yeah, be, and do you love America? I do. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And that uh, Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie came out this weekend, too. Reviews you know, look all right. Remember, yeah, like, it's it's way better than I thought. I thought it was going to yeah. be like a 12 percenter. It's at like 78. Yeah, DP. Not bad. The audience at I'm low-key kind of interested in that. I, am, so, I like Baz Luhrmann. So, so DP, remember? I don't we, know from anything. When we saw um, um, the, fucking, Batman. The, the Batman, yeah. um, we saw the, the preview. For the Elvis mm-hmm. movie, me, you, and AJ were like, "Nah, yeah. it looked terrible. It looked Didn't weird, look and, like looked depressing, right? Mm-hmm. And just like, uh. but yeah, uh, yeah, the kid no, that sorry. was playing Elvis, at least in the trailer, kind of looked a bit cheesy and like he does. So yeah. over the top doing yeah. an Elvis a lot of makeup, you know, like too much makeup even for Elvis. Yeah, so, but I don't know it seems to be doing all right. You know, the audience likes it. The critics are mostly positive on it. So, you know, TW, I felt the and same Baz way. Baz Luhrmann. Again, I like Baz, so that could who, be good. Who is this Baz Luhrmann you keep talking about? Uh, he did. Uh, so do you remember the uh, Leo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet? Like oh, yeah, that a long time ago. Really kind of fucking wacky. Uh-huh. Like it, it was done in the original text, but like set in modern times. So instead of swords, they had guns. And right. It, it was kind of a fucking. It it wasn't great, but like I loved it. But yeah, he right. did that movie. He's okay. you know, done, done some weird shit. He's, he he's did the newer. Cool. He did the newer Gatsby. Apparently, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did a. Uh, so he's into doing strange things. Yeah, he yeah. Does, he does interesting movies. So I, I'm kind of curious what he does with this one. You know, and that's TW. What I was going to say is the first time I saw that. Tra- I've seen that trailer like three times now. Because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I went to Northman, then Top Gun, then everything, everywhere, all at once. And yeah. by the time I saw that trailer for the third time, I was like, this kind of looks, it might be kind of fucked up, weird, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Tom Hanks looking like a real slimy, fat, 
yeah. greasy yeah. money manager mm-hmm. and uh, this weird Elvis looking kid. Obviously Elvis goes down this dark drug slide. So mm-hmm. could be, could be good. And, and Tom Hanks is kind of the bad guy is yes. interesting. You know, yes. like you always love, he's America's dad. And then yeah. they have him as like the bad guy. So, you know, yeah, we got some good ones. We have Thor, Thor coming out in oh, yeah. two weeks, two weeks, three weeks, two, two eight, weeks, right? I believe, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, two weeks, that's coming out. Two weeks after that, Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope, is coming out. Nice. Uh, there was a movie that I watched a trailer for the other day called Beast. It's a Idris Elba movie. Um, huh, I don't know. Is that how you spell his name? Idris? 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 Or is, or is it Greg? Greek? Is it Greek? <laughs> is it Greek? <laughs> Um, I think it's Greg. Um, Greg, okay. you guys are Elba. all wrong. Greg Elba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it actually—it's this movie set like I want to say it's set in—I want to say it's somewhere in India or it's—I forget. Or maybe it's in Africa. I can't remember. But then basically, he's with like his daughters, and it's him and uh, Charlotte Copley, the guy from District District Nine. Right. Um, and, uh, and they get, they're being like hunted by this massive lion. Interesting. Looks, I don't know. Well, remember, uh, remember, uh, the ghost in the darkness, Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. That's I'd be down if, uh, if it's anywhere it's similar to that. I love that movie. Mark, you should see, have you ever seen the movie crawl? Um, um it's came out a few years ago. Uh-uh. I forget the name of the girl who's the lead, but Barry Pepper is in it. He plays her dad. Is that an alligator movie? Yes. What is it called? Oh, crawl. crawl. Yeah. I thought I they chalked that up crawl. as just it's I like that remember... 80s fucking movie with that weird like <laughs> crawl, yeah. Weapon thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no I've never seen crawl. I thought I just chalked it up as a B movie that Barry Pepper is, you know, on that uh Bruce Willis Nick Cage train and has to pay off his tax evasion. Dude, I'll and, bring it up. I'll, I'll bring it up, but I'm pretty sure the reviews were like I want to say it was around like 80 um from the huh. critics. Hmm. Uh yeah, there she is. Kayla Scotolario. Uh 84 actually from the critics. Very good. I was I remember it came out, it came out a few years ago, it came out in uh 2019. I was just like bored one day. I'm like, I feel like I want to see a movie. 90 minutes, sat down, I saw it in the theater. No shit. It, it's like it's scary, dude. It's really scary. And the, these massive gate because there's a huge flood. And like okay. the and the ponds and the rivers and the lake they they where all the gators mm. are they all come flooding out and they end up in people's houses and shit like it's, Tight. it's wild yeah it's really you would like it it's good so yeah it so just reminded it, me of that so and when I when I saw that I jumped right over it because I was thinking it was just you know remember Lake Placid and some of those things oh so like, bad yeah yeah um, I, I I didn't even give that movie Crawl a second look it doesn't look like it's streaming anywhere free I don't think which blows I don't I mean it's really good but I don't know if you want to pay for it or no, not but bastards this day and age right you gotta pay for everything any hoosiers um <laughs> so we got some stuff to talk about today we got a couple of movies we um talked about it last week we want to definitely talk about some new streaming movies that come out because we want to be the source for you guys when people come when they they need a movie review they want to they want to know yeah. what they should be watching and this week, I think we watched a couple movies that people definitely should be watching. Yeah. Um, the first one we're gonna. I know Marky's been busting at the seams to talk about this one. Ooh, um, oh, um, yeah. And it's. Um, I'm gonna bring it up. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna read a quick just a quick. Yeah, you brought it up all right. Synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Hey. Uh, so the first movie that we're going to talk about tonight, it, it's uh, it's streaming. It was Netflix, right, guys? That's where we right. found it. Yep. So it's streaming. Netflix. If you have Netflix, um, it's Ooh. streaming there. It's called RRR. 
three the letters three are yeah three letters um and i'm going to read a full one but it quickly it's a story of free it, th- these are based on real people um mm-hmm. Komaram beam and aluri Sitarama raju they were um, you're kidding me indian independence freedom fighters no um, fucking shit so they <laughs> they were uh, these are based on real characters and uh it's it's this I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the synopsis of it, Justin. I'm gonna actually. I think I'm gonna let Marky get after it. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna. He's been. He might. He might get upset. Uh, let me just read it. Um, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, Dad and Daddy's got it one right here. I can read for you. Do you got the IMDb one up? Yeah, the IMDb one. Do it. it. Is a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries mm-hmm. and their journey away from home. Before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s, boom! Right. It's set in India when, during the uh, like English uh, occupation, I guess, of India. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. nasty <clears throat> times, real nasty yeah. times. Yeah, um, English Marky, Empire. Marky, why don't you get into it? What do you? What um? Why don't you talk about the movie? Uh, I guess we gotta maybe break it down a little bit, like what what it really was about, because this is this is obviously an Indian movie. It's you know like very bollywood mm-hmm. um so it, it made lots of money it, it, it cost a lot of money to make and it, it made a lot of money right. it's like the uh, biggest bollywood blockbuster of all time. it is it's yeah. so far it's the uh uh biggest budget with uh 72 million u.s dollars was the equivalent of the budget and then something mm. just actually passed it as far as um uh not money spent but box office Another, uh, as far as Indian movies go, like another okay. Indian movie came out right afterwards. Uh, it's, it's it's on the Wikipedia. We can look it up afterwards. It just barely beat it, but it's another another massive movie. But Marky, why don't you go ahead talk about what, sure. what do you think of RRR? Um, well, before I go too far down all that, um, on Netflix, it it's it mentioned something about uh, it being a Tollywood movie, Tollywood with a T, mm. and I always heard it as Bollywood. Mm. And I meant to Google this earlier, so I did it just now. Sorry. Um, apparently, there's uh, Tollywood, Hollywood, and Bollywood. And I, I got um, without. I should have done this research earlier, but uh, real quick, it looks like these are different areas in India. You know, okay. India. Uh, we had mentioned earlier on the podcast that India has uh, the. Uh, they crank out more movies than Hollywood, right? Like it's it's the. Uh, their movie industry is insane, mm-hmm. but uh, so it looks like uh, these are different areas that produce movies. It's not centralized in one area. In Tollywood, this first thing that I'm reading, it says that Tollywood is more superficial than Bollywood. So that would make sense for this movie RRR as being superficial because it was almost like a fever dream in some parts. And I also was not aware that these were based off of real people because in the very beginning, it says this is a fictitious, these are fictitious characters, fictitious story, fictitious, you know, it's, it's that disclaimer that you see at at a lot of beginnings of things where it's somewhat close to history. And it says any kind of uh, relation to people in real life is coincidental. So, I took that as this whole story was made up. I did not think that the two main characters were actually based off of DP. You're on mute. The the story is made up, but like the yeah. characters are based on. Okay. It's like 
A- Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That's one. Sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that, you know. Okay. Well, that makes sense because this movie was fucking bonkers, and <laughs> yeah, it and was long. Three hours long. <laughs> three hours long. This is my, this is my first time. Um, besides that action that came on Netflix with Chris Hemsworth, which uh, was made in India, like I think that's the first like indian movie i've seen and it felt and looked like everything that if you've ever been on the internet before and you see those gifs or short videos of somebody just clips out of an indian movie and there's a dude that is riding standing on top of a motorcycle jumps it over a row of cars does a couple front flips side sweeps 10 soldiers and then you know pulls his sunglasses off lights a cigarette flicks it in the gasoline the bridge blows up he flips off this whole movie was like that yeah it was uh my favorite part was that guy's mustache rom ram (laughs) every time he was on screen the wind was blowing in his face and his beautiful hair and his mustache was always just whipping in the wind Mm -hmm. is i started to write down things in this movie that either cracked me up i just thought was funny and i I was writing too much and i had to stop um the entire movie felt like it was written by a bunch of 13 year olds it just it hardly made sense it bounced around so much and the action scenes you just have to completely forget about it like you can't do you have to throw everything out the window at the end of the movie there's a point where the guy one of the guys is riding on the shoulders of another guy yes and he's dual wielding yes. bolt action rifles i i would like to have that on a t-shirt or a poster or something just because that is so outrageous it's hilarious and you know these two main characters they are like they are like superheroes yeah. in this story they're like uh they've got superhuman strength superhuman everything like they keep getting shot stabbed beat up blown up uh they're flying through the air um it's super epic everything's everything is super epic right like there's there's the whole time the just the the weather is epic like the the way things are moving around is people bust out into song and dance for no reason it's just uh i can dance number was amazing the the movie is three hours long and it is non-fucking-stop with all of this it is insane um there's montages musical numbers of that just give you a recap of what's been going on and then give you uh, a little bit of a foreboding of what's coming next. (laughs) These friends are going through a friendship. Will their friendship last? And it was like fire and ice. Also, why is the movie called RRR? It starts out saying water and it points out the R and it says fire and the R and then it says Mm -hmm. story and it has the R and then it's Rom and it has his R and then it's I guess resist, rise, revolt. I think that's oh, what it yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. It went back and forth so many times. There's a Braveheart torture scene that ends up with a song at the end yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's it, the uh, I did like how like 
poetically just evil the English were. That was nice. Um, you know, this this movie is uh, it's something else. It's it is. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Um, like I said, this is the first uh, Tollywood movie I've seen, but I, I don't know if this is common. And the movie, the, what was, what I did think it was pretty cool was that uh, the movie was, I, I was talking about how the story was epic, but the production of the movie is pretty epic too, right? Like there'd be scenes where there'd be a few hundred people, extras in the street. Like there was a massive uh, production value. Um, big sets that they built and a shit ton of extras and costumes and all that special effects were, you know, eh, you know, here or there, but um, entertaining. Yes. Three hours. It's kind of hard to get through. Yeah. Mark, I will say real quick. Uh, and one of the things, sorry, DP, do you want to go in? No, you can go next. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll go. one quick thing. It, it, it's really, it, it, the movie is full of heart. Like it, it really is. Um, because basically the, the story... Yeah, I didn't talk about what the movie the is about. The main story just, revolves just around, around the opening scene of, of the movie. Um, the, uh, there's, you know, the English army is in this village and um, they have this guy they call the governor who plays by, who's played by Ray Stevenson, who was on that show Rome. Um, I don't know if you... Right. Uh, he, he was mm-hmm. a badass he was in, on Rome. He was in The Other Guys. He played like a security soldier in yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Other Guys. And he's been yeah, in some shit. Sure. Yeah. Um, they, they kidnap... They, well, basically kidnap a... Um, they, they give the girl the mother money, but it's like a couple of pennies, uh, yeah. uh, whatever yeah. that denomination was. Oh, but uh, yeah, and they they steal her daughter, this little Indian girl. And so, you know, the the guy Beam, who's one of the main characters, he's like there. I forget how they referred to him exactly, but he was basically like the savior of the village. He's like her brother, basically. Yeah, yeah, and, they said. And he's like everyone's brother in that village. They exactly. also call him the yeah. hunter. And- right, and he's the guy that will stop at nothing in that scenario, and they were warned about this guy, and and so that's how the Raju gets involved because he's a police officer, and and he takes the the eventually takes the uh, the assignment of trying to track this guy down. There's a lot else that happens going and trying to get into the whole thing will take us all so much to unpack. But, but that's basically what it revolves around is the kidnapping of the of this young girl. Um, but I don't know. Um, I liked it. I did. I I was entertained by it. Um, it it had a really weird balance too of like, cause you're right, Marky, like there was music and friendship and peace, but then they were like, they would sprinkle in some moments of extreme violence. Like yeah. that, that whipping scene you talked about. And some of the ways that like the British soldiers were just kicking the shit out of people indiscriminately. Yeah. It was like the, it was really the, harsh. The British times. empire was super dark. That was yeah. like very, yeah. very dark. But what I found really kind of funny about it was like, it's these two, famed Indian independence leaders that they turned into a buddy action epic. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, how the fuck did we get here? But I don't know. I, I thought it was full of heart. I thought yeah. it very entertaining. It dragged at times. Any three hour movie does. Um, but man, there were some fun scenes in that one that kept me really glued, but I don't want to go on all, all night. We can get back to all of us. We can go around again, but I want to get TP's thoughts. So. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I thought this movie was fucking magical at some points. Yeah, oh yeah. There were moments in this movie that were so unbelievably awesome. 
And then there were moments where it was like laugh out loud bad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it was point. like, what the fuck is that? You're like, <laughs> yeah. I laughed out loud a couple times. Um, what is like, that with the literal music singing? Like, what's yeah. like the literal, like, this is what's going on. And like, they sing about it. Like, yeah, you know, that's, that's, I told you, a montage. It felt like a South Park yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, like, I, I realized, like, some of, like, some of it's kind of lost in translation, uh, which I understand, but. Also, like the way they portrayed the British people oh. was comically, comically evil. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they were, were not so fans. The yeah. wife, how she was like cheering on the whipping scene. Yeah. Like oh, I want to, I see, want blood. to see blood. What, a twat. <laughs> what an absolute twat! She was. And she just carries a, a spiked whip. She's like, use this, officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where'd you get that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like they were comically evil. Yeah. Um. But there was also like moments where, like, the dude threw a leopard at somebody. Right, that was <laughs> badass. And the other guy had like a flaming thing that he punched a tiger in the face with. Right. I mean, come on, that is amazing. That, <laughs> they threw the two animals, animals at each other. They like yeah. crashed into each other. I was like, what? Fucking nuts! I don't know if you remember seeing at the very beginning of the movie. It said uh, no animals were harmed. Yeah, yes, production. I did they said, they, <laughs> they're all computer generated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, TP though, that on that note, like, what about mm-hmm. the scene? Where Raju and Beam like meet and they save the kid in the water. Sir. Yes, yeah. on the fucking so, bridge. It's so ridiculous, but like I was glued to the right? screen. It was awesome. It was so. It was, it was insane. Awesome. It was, it was kind of yeah. stupid at the same time, but I was well, like, "Holy shit! I can't stop looking mm-hmm. at this." You, you do know. You guys do know what I'm talking about, right? Like you've come across those clips online where people have just cherry picked scenes from different Indian movies. Yeah. Where I, this yeah this like this is the first time i've, I've seen a full-length movie where mm-hmm. that they do that and that's what like i'm seeing these scenes play out now you're right. right that bridge scene where like one guy's riding a horse one guy's on a motorcycle they tie rope around each other they decide mm-hmm. to jump off either side and like there's a fire explosion and he wraps himself in a wet flag yeah, it was and, an Indian uh, flag. <laughs> yeah, like the um, symbolism was so ridiculously over the yeah. top in that scene and some yes. of the other scenes. But that, like, right. it yeah, made especially it with cheesy. the fire and ice fucking yeah. symbolism throughout. Yeah. Between it made these it two and... spots, but like, yeah. it was like, deep. Okay, what about you guys? You're tra- you were just talking about the scene where whoever uh, Mark you with like hundreds of people. What about mm-hmm. that opening scene where Raju goes out and fights all those people? Oh my like, god, dude, that was tight. That's that just it, it goes on for like 12 minutes. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. Him fighting an entire mob alone. Yeah. Just to snatch and up that winning. one guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it like, and you would think in those scenarios, like there's no way you they can make this. And I'm not saying it looked realistic. But it like it wasn't like he went out there and like John Wicked everybody. Like he just went mm. out there and like and actually started slapping them with the yeah, stick. Yeah, exactly. It was just whooping people's asses. It was preposterous. That that awesome. That scene was pretty impressive. Um, just with the amount of people, like you said, the amount of people they had there, and then the camera after he was like bogged down with all the people, it it felt like the camera, you as the viewer, were like shoulder to shoulder in the thick of with like that whole crowd yeah um and yeah those and you could i mean that was those that wasn't computer generated that was like a hundred people that were like face to face just like smashed together it's a, yeah. a weird mm-hmm. scene for for me the whole movie like it felt like a like a 70s kung fu movie 
mm-hmm. mashed together with an over-the-top 80s action movie smushed into like an MCU film. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It was all this it. just craziness and like, it, you know, kind of like cheesy fucking dialogue too. Super cheesy Just dialogue. there to kind of move the story along and poetic dialogue everything that yeah. comes out of everyone's mouth is like poetry like either evil or beautiful or you know mm-hmm. and then they randomly dance break break into yeah. a dance number like, oh yeah yeah <laughs> there's gonna be dance it's fucking insane but i tell you what so yeah you know like i said that first scene uh of him fighting the mob you know what was really cool uh the scene of with beam getting chased by the wolf and then all of a sudden a tiger starts chasing both of them. That was really cool. But you know, it, it it really took off when they uh, had that fucking party scene where they came in to try to save Malia or Molly, Mala, whatever, Molly. It's Greek. Yeah. Greg. Greek. When they they smash into that party with the tigers and wolves and bucks all just come crashing out of the cages and attacking people, like it just it went fucking berserk at that moment. Yeah, like that moment was it it took the movie to another level. Uh, Like I, that's when I was like, okay, I am so fucking in right now. Like I, there's still two more hours left. But like the next two hours was just me waiting for another epic moment like that. And then we got more. We got more. Like you said, there was one moment where he carried him on his shoulders and they took out a whole fucking army. Oh my god. Well, what about the awesome? What about the what about the fight that they had when they realized who who each other were and like that? Yeah, that was vicious. Yeah. He stabbed him like it, that was a that was oh. vicious. Thing. But like one of my th- one of my favorite things in the movie was their friendship. You had mm-hmm. to be touched. Those dudes were like in love oh. with each other. The yeah, romance was insane. At and the there, end, there was when always he realizes song, was everything and he starts crying. Mm-hmm. Ah, great! A song in the background explaining how close they were and will mm-hmm. they be friends again? And yeah, like, that's a, what, I, I, will that, this that end so in bloodshed? <laughs> <laughs> it was just. That that part, oh that, that, those those songs were so distracting to me. Yeah. Like I'm like, they're like, why are they singing about shit that we've already figured out in our brain? Yeah. We've already got this. You're like, it's yeah, we know. Really straightforward. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me, asshole, in the form of a song. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that, so that part for me, every time that happened, it kind of brought me down a little bit. Like, was, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Oh, big time. It yeah, there, really there was some really the bad movie was crazy. <laughs> The whole movie was crazy. The, and, you know, the audio didn't, uh, I noticed pretty early on, and it bugged me throughout, the audio did not sync w- well with the lips. Um, mm-hmm. It was clear that the uh, dialogue was, I mean, it's that's not uncommon. Yeah. for. I, I think that's recorded. what gave me that fucking 70s kung fu movie feel. <laughs> you yeah. know, like the yeah. dialogue didn't sound like it was coming from those people. and It yeah, wasn't dubbed, but it felt off. like it really yeah. bad yeah you yeah. know can i say this too and, and and i don't know this is something i was trying to figure out in my brain and may, i don't know if you guys got it at all but i got this weird feeling and maybe maybe it was just because there was a strong sense of white people oppressing people throughout the mm-hmm. movie but i got a weird django vibe from it and, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know it maybe uh, I, 
maybe that was why like the fight for freedom or in a violent yeah, manner mm-hmm. or whatever it was i got yeah. i kept kind of feeling and maybe it was the background or this the lighting i don't know what it was but i kept kind of going like i got this weird django thing like i keep seeing chris waltz like a little bit um <laughs> and it just yeah it was again maybe it was just the violence perpetrated from the oppressive douchebags i i, I don't know could be but um, but like we talked about, Ray Stevenson, the governor, and then his his wife there, his bimbo wife. Man, were they right cuts? Oh, yeah, the oh. two of them. <clears throat> yeah, it's you know, and Stevenson, as much as uh, Beam and Raju or Rom, as much as they were like superheroes, Stevenson was like the super bad guy, right? So like at the end of the movie, his car crashes. And he catches his rifle in midair and yeah. shoots like, and yeah. the car does a flip that he shoots, yeah. and yeah, everything. Uh, that was a pretty dramatic scene, though, when he looked up and the wife was hanging. She was like bleeding yeah. on him because she was hanging. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was, I, I felt very, house very satisfied with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She, oh yeah. Oh, she, she was a right cunt. Oof, God, <laughs> if anybody ever deserved a fucking bitch smack, yeah. like backhand. <laughs> Forty she, knuckles. Oh, she man. died a but little too easy. The, yeah, see, yeah. Uh, that is the only thing with the movie is like it, your main villains are just so one note evil. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it, yeah. It, it takes away from everything else that was great about the movie. Like, there was some really cool shit, but like it, when you have such a lazy fucking development for your villain, and you know, like I said, like the weird songs that like explaining to you what you already know like so strange it really my i don't know if i could recommend this movie to people the the, the movie well it's three hours yeah 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 recommend it with a caveat you know yeah yeah. you know the the movie was one thing for me the movie was uh silly over the top wild crazy all that um my biggest complaint i think was the dance scene at that uh day party um yes where, yeah, that was just you know that the movie's corny was but just, that again was, another english guy that was just an asshole for the yeah. sake of being an asshole he was <laughs> only in that scene just to be a dick like yeah. and it, like he wasn't in anywhere else of the that movie. easily could have been pulled out of the movie and saved yeah. us 13 exactly. minutes or whatever the fuck it was exactly yeah, yeah. See, see that's the thing that's what i would need to do i'll, I'll need they to just watch did not it again cut anything out <laughs> and, and like yeah. take notes and let people know like yes you should watch it but fast forward from minute this to minute <laughs> yeah that, it means and then nothing. fast forward from minute this to minute that and cut out an hour of the movie for people and then you should definitely watch it you know it. that's yeah. a good that's a good fucking point this movie's three hours long and like their editing team or whoever the producers are just like fucking keep everything yeah. don't cut <laughs> anything out yeah they could easily slice 45 minutes out of this movie easy right. yeah. just, you know but you know i will say one thing i thought was actually pretty impressive about it was sometimes when you're watching a movie with subtitles it gets it gets kind of tedious Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way with this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I felt like there was so much, so many other things going on. The action scenes, the visceral uh, images. I don't know. At no point was I like, oh, I'm tired of reading what these. I agree. I, I agree. So much going on. So I don't know. I feel like I would recommend. I, I would recommend the movie to people with the caveat that it's like this. I wouldn't go into the movie thinking you're gonna have your mind blown. It's more of like an experience to have. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's just so much on your senses. 
And there's so much, and you got to kind of it do, is not gotta, like something you normally watch. You got to suspend your belief and shit a little bit, and just mm-hmm. go in and just be like, I know it's it's a little off, it's it's a little off its rocker, but it's it's fun, and it's got heart, and 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 the I loved their friendship. Like it was says, great. Their, their friendship was amazing. They were boys from like Jump Street. Like the minute mm-hmm. they saw each other, Roger on the bridge and Beam down on the beach, they were boys. And they yeah, were like, yeah. and then they had like typical best friends. They had a big falling out. They kicked the holy shit out of each other in that fight. Mm-hmm. They were like throwing cinder blocks and stairs and stuff at each other. Like it was a great fight. Um, but it was one, yeah. one guy got stabbed by like rocks in the heart. Yeah, he mm-hmm. yeah, beam stabbed Roger with it. Like, but then like he he still still captured him with the rope, and then yeah, then they he tortured him. That torture scene. <laughs> oh, the my God. That torture scene was crazy. The brave, that's, I just wrote it down as the Braveheart scene turns into a song. I don't, yeah, but Marky, like, I, I think because of 12 Years a Slave, I cannot watch whipping scenes anymore. It's yeah. like I have PTSD from that goddamn movie because that's that whipping mm-hmm. scene is so vile in 12 Years a Slave. Now, when I see it in a movie, I'm just like, ah, oh, like each time he was getting latched, I kept like wincing. Then you bring Oof. out the goddamn fucking barbed wire that you don't remember the yeah, I, I was tapped out from, after uh, passion of the christ i was gonna say passion yeah passion of the christ, passion christ. Of christ. Never, I've never yeah seen i tapped out after that one Holy i don't want to watch somebody kick christ. jesus's ass for two and a half hours I mean, see that's the thing i wanted to see that and i got a brutal fucking whipping scene and i was pissed yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i'd like it to see people as, who look like jesus get the shit kicked out it <laughs> wasn't as fun <laughs> and cracked up as i was led to believe yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, that whipping scene with him was uh, like there was, which is weird considering uh, uh, the religions in India. But it had very Christ-like imagery, right. with his arms being up like that and the fucking you know crucifix pose. They yes. while they whip him, like there's very Christ-like imagery with it. But and, the, uh, like India is all Muslim and Hindi and. Yes. So, yeah, kind of weird. Um, you know, I, I, th- I think that's still, I, well, I don't know. I might be reaching here, but, um, and just being a stupid American, um, mm-hmm. but I would, I would argue that that's still like a very like, like kind of like a savior type or a, a martyr type pose. Maybe martyr would probably be the better word for it. Um, and T.W. was saying earlier, this movie is rife with imagery and symbolism, and that's. Like the whole thing, almost every other scene is just like a like screenshot of like a just you know the the color palette and the uh, position of the the characters and the the background is it's a a painting almost um, is very thick. This th- that's a good way to describe this movie. It's it is. Yeah. Very thick. With, I wrote heavy, but it's the same thing. I wrote yeah, very heavy, right? Times, you know, with uh, with with all of that, um, they hit you over the head with yeah. it. Yeah. They hit you over the head with it so hard that they decide to put it into a song and <laughs> remind you of what's going on. <laughs> so distracting. Yeah, but I'm telling you, if you guys want to get me a poster of ram riding beam shoulders dual wielding bolt action rifles if you get that, that me for amazing. christmas i'll be so happy his legs yeah. weren't working you gotta do something and he he dips oh. the rifles in front of him and beam reloads them for him yeah it's so awesome although can we just very quickly before we wrap this up can we talk about the scene 
when they find out like what Raju's um, what his whole thing was about from when he was a kid. Right. When, when they meet when, Sita yeah. and she like gives him the rice and all that. Like, oh my God. But like the, the, the whole shootout, like with his dad and the English yeah. soldiers and everything mm-hmm. like that. And and he is just clipping people with the rifle. Right. He's just he's always been good. He actually Load. backed off their army. Yeah. Same. And they had sure. that. They did that at the end when they when when Beam mm-hmm. put put the the governor down. But that scene where he just kept dropping all the British soldiers and they had to retreat yeah. was pretty awesome. And yeah. that was that was quite a twist for me in that mm-hmm. moment. I remember being like, oh, like, yeah. oh, oh shit!" Because because when you watch that opening scene with with the with the police when he kicks all those people's asses, you're like, "Oh, this dude's this awesome!" Dick. I well, well, when he was, I thought he was, yeah. Well, he, he's a badass. Well, I, like, well he's, a total, he's a total badass. I'm like, I hope he's the good guy here because you don't kick the shit out of a hundred people if you're the bad guy. You know, like normally in this day and age, it's true. A good guy. Yeah. And so, but then like when I, I'm like, oh, he's got ulterior motives. But then when you find out what his actual goal was, was to arm all the Indian people with a rifle, and that was right. he, he became a cop just to do. I thought that was really a, a great twist, and it gave the movie even. Uh, I think it, it it gave it more of a serious tinge to it. You know, like I think all so. This, I didn't see that it, coming. I think it kind of mellowed out all the silliness a little bit um, to, yeah. to a degree. So I thought that was a really important part of the movie. There, there was a, a, a few twists and turns and zigzags and back to the original. Yep. It had, a, it had enough time to zigzag and then yeah. come back to the start. They took their time with it. I mean, yeah. But listen, look, the movie, the movie made a lot of money. So yeah. I mean, it, I and, you know, it, again, yeah, it, it is super fun. Um, like I said, it really it felt like a superhero movie at points. That it whole did, for sure. Final fight scene with him with the fucking bow and arrow. It's awesome. And just blowing shit up. Beautiful. Special forces. Yeah. So yeah, it's super fun. Uh, but I got a quick question for you, kind of based on this, just because I'm just curious. Do you either one of you guys remember uh, learning about uh, partition when you're in school? The partition of India. Uh, no. Negative, right? I I had never fucking heard about it in school. I never remember learning about it. Nothing, mm. but it was like a maybe a year or so ago or whatever. I saw uh, <clears throat> I watched an episode of Doctor Who where partition was brought up, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And so I had to look into it, and so it was like in the mid forties when England finally pulled out of India and like mm. kind of gave control back. I know, and when they did, they just said like, "All right, here's the dividing line between Pakistan and India, and I'll, I'll, the Muslims stay here in Pakistan. Everyone else go, non-Muslims go back to India, <clears throat> and here's the line." And they just fucking left. But the problem was like, it left millions and millions of fucking people like displaced, like people that were on the Pakistan side should have been in India and vice versa. Uh-huh. And like all these people mis displaced. And it was uh, one of the biggest refugee crises, crises in the history of the world. It, they say up to 2 million people were killed. Jesus Christ. 2 million fucking people were killed. And we never learned about this in fucking American schools. Oh, canal. Like this isn't taught in American schools. And that schools. happened in We're late talking, 40s. Yeah. 
mid forties in after India, World War Two, at the end of World War Two, millions of people dead. Which is weird, DP, because I do remember doing at least a little bit about apartheid in South Africa. I mean, mm-hmm. I do remember at least yeah. A so you learned some stuff right. of world shit, but yeah. somehow the partition of India, too. I was never taught. Because fuck I them, apparently, not, according to yeah. racial schools. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, you're right. God damn, what the fuck? But it was a big thing, and and again, weirdly, like a. The new Miss Marvel series on Disney Plus has kind of brought up partition just in their last episode as well. So interesting. And I only know about it because of Doctor Who. Right. Never learned about it in school, but like I saw him on Miss Marvel and I was like, well, oh, I know what they're talking about. You know, you you say that now, DP, and it makes me think of uh, some other things that <clears throat> I've learned from film and tv because uh our school system hasn't taught us um (laughs) and it's it's happened a lot and more recently was uh the show the hbo show watchmen you know based off the 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 comic book and the movie massacre jesus christ right right here in america yeah never fucking taught in school but yeah i I actually read about i remember reading about that but that was like I don't know, a year or two ago, I read about that. Right. I never heard about that shit. That yeah. shit was for sure swept under the rug, man. That's the mm-hmm. U.S. military was involved in bombing American citizens. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is TV and movies is more informative than school. Yeah. yeah. So basically, people don't send your kids to school. Drop out. Just have them listen to the Movie Council podcast. Yeah, yeah we and will And they'll educate. know everything yeah. they need to fucking know for life. We'll, we'll tell you what say to watch. a lot, but they'll know a lot. <laughs> yeah. We will homeschool your children. And oh, touch them. Yeah, you know. Know. No, 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 not physically, like emotionally. Right. Yeah, right. Their hearts. their hearts. Yes, we'll touch their hearts. For the most part. And uh, their heights. Whoa. I love little children. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, real quick, real quick, real quick. Do you think I'm saving it, that Marky is now uh, going to soundbite that says he loves oh, little children? Hold on, real quick, TP. Do, do you think there's any chance that AJ has any thoughts or or ideas <laughs> going on? This I, right what, now? like maybe about those kids? Maybe I'm gonna tap that ass. <laughs> oh no, AJ. We were hoping that you might hey, be able Jay. to teach them something about math or <laughs> bank loans. <laughs> yeah. No, he, oh, he's just going to teach people about uh, oppressing minority neighborhoods with his bank. That's, that's yeah. Not, yeah. Just yeah. Walk, he'll walk in there and be like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking poor. Uh, goodness gracious. Yeah. AJ, that's what happens to you not here. It happened to me last couple of AJ years AJ would watch RRR and be upset with the people of India. I'd be like, you guys had a good thing going on. Why are you so mad at the English? Right? And then he'd be like, you dumb fucking dummy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's here. It's like he's here. (laughs) Pretty much what he does. All right. Uh, Listen, let's wrap RRR. Let's do it. You know, this might be tough to do a five-star review on this, but I'm going to give it a try. I'll kick it off. Um, Let's see. It's beautifully shot. Um Love the bromance, great action scenes, a lot of heart. Spent a lot of money. I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it three and a half. I'm right there with you, T dubs, because yeah. like parts of this movie are five, and parts of this movie <laughs> are a one. Yeah. So like 
right. You know, that puts Average. it like at a three. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is so fun. My God. There, there's so much fun to it. I, I get to bust it up over the three. So I'm at three and a half as well. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. Um, partly because I gave the Northman a three last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because this movie is three hours long. Yeah, and, that uh, is the big problem. You gotta it. cut Man. something out here. But you know, <laughs> and we're we're a movie council podcast. We talk about movies, we talk about the things that make us feel good and what you remember. There are scenes from this movie that I will never forget, whether I try to or not. Yeah. Um, it's going to stay guy, with me. It's with the, me. It's a part of me now. The guy mm-hmm. shooting from on top of someone's shoulders. Yep. You're stuck yep. with that one. Buddy. It's burned into the front of my mind. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, good stuff. Look, it's a good movie. I don't know if I recommend I, Look, If you're bored, watch it. If you're bored and you have a few hours, do it. But, yeah. Or for, do it like I sure. did and break it up over four days. That you can do that too. Some people who have actual lives have to do that. So, yeah. um, all right. One movie down. We got another one to go tonight. Uh, another um, movie that came out in 2022, just like our, our did. Uh, this one was is streaming free on Peacock. Uh, and this movie is called The Outfit. Um, it's directed by Graham Moore. It stars Mark Ryland, Zoe, Zoe D- Dutch, 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 Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg. Greg right. Frazier. Right. Okay, that's it. Uh, Dylan <laughs> O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> it's not exactly a star-studded cast, although Mark Rylance was in the uh, Trial of Chicago 7. I thought he was excellent in that. He, uh, he's amazing, but overall. I love, the, I love right this guy. Is. I don't know. Very I haven't seen him actor. in a lot of stuff, but he seems like a very like classical, old-school dude. I think mm-hmm. he did more uh, like Broadway kind of stuff, plays and things okay. of that nature. Whatever the he's solid, is. man. Great actor. So let me. I'll read the storyline real quick. Um, we can get into it. Um, Leonard, Mark Rylance, a master English tailor who's ended up in Chicago, operates a corner tailor shop with his assistant, Zoe Deutsch, where he makes beautiful clothes for the only people around who can afford them, a family of vicious gangsters. One night, two killers knock on his door in need of a favor, and Leonard is thrust into the board in a deadly game of deception and murder. So, yeah, basically, the, it's Mark Rylance is the lead. Um, he plays Leonard, obviously, like I just said. Taylor uh, owns his own shop right in downtown Chicago. He's got okay. this weird thing going on in the shop where he's associated with all these gangsters. They come in. There's this, like, mailbox where they, they put, like, letters and they get money. It's, and they, it's, they, it's drops. That's where they... They're drops, but they, it's yeah. not just money. A dead it's, drop. It's, yeah, it's, but, it's, all, yeah. It's, it's a lot of different stuff. Um, it's clearly organized crime. He kind of turns a... a uh, uh, a blind eye to it um, just so he can run a shop and, you know, kind of, um, you know, just do his thing and not be bothered. So he gets protection from them. So, yeah, like I said, in the, in that most reading one night, the, it's the, the mob boss's son and, you know, like one of the enforcers, uh, Francis, who show up at the shop, the son, Richie's been shot um, and they come there looking for help. And this whole kind of, crazy complicated game of cat and mouse begins mm-hmm. with um rylance basically just saying i don't want anything to do with this like you really seem like he was just like no i don't yeah please just leave i'll do what and i'm gonna do he patched up richie you know like yeah yeah can i just say real quick uh from here on out fucking spoilers oh yeah because mm. we're, we're gonna spoil it and if you haven't seen it 
stop listening and go watch. Yeah, come back. Because, yeah, like you do not want this movie spoiled for you. Yeah. Right. Th- right. This yeah, is absolutely. a, uh, it's, it doesn't take, this movie is an hour 45. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a solid flick. And um, anything that we're going to talk about, well, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. But yeah, this movie yeah. is hard to talk about without spoiling. Right. Absolutely. And it absolutely. won't be nearly as satisfying if it gets spoiled for you. So, yeah. yeah. Go watch it and then come back and listen. Yeah, so. so eventually this this whole thing plays out. Um, I guess we can we don't have to you know go scene by scene, but basically I'll do that with you. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I wouldn't it, mind. Well, basically, <laughs> Richie, the minute so Richie is the the mob boss's son. He gets patched up uh, mm. by by Mark Rylance Leonard. Um, he doesn't English. know how to patch. He doesn't know how to. Yeah, his nickname is English. He doesn't know how to. He he, he like sewed him up because he's a cutter sorry dp right he's a yeah. cutter not a tailor i'm a cutter uh, not a tailor yeah so he sews him up and then francis leaves to do something and immediately he starts to plant these seeds right he starts right? planting a seed with like immediately when richie comes out like he, he was kind of fucked up because he lost a lot of blood and he comes out and he just starts to plant a seed very so subtly to, starts yeah. messing with yeah. his head he said yeah. he's the mole or he's the rat yeah, oh, yeah. i'm just kidding and like yeah. you know i'm like all right something is fucking up here holy shit and, yeah and he and he just he, he, the whole time he's just playing this innocent victim but at the same time he just keeps kind of just kind of needling people just kind of like throwing these little ideas into their heads but everything that's going on, because in this organized crime unit, everybody, they, there's a rat, apparently. And everyone knows there's a rat. They just don't know who it is. And they're all suspicious of each other. Um, and so he just starts using that against them. And you don't know why. Like, what the fuck is this guy's end game? Other than mm-hmm. to get these guys out of his shop. Yeah. That's right. all I thought it was at first. That's like, what it felt like, yeah. He's I just like, let me just fuck with them. So right. they leave, they'll, they'll, and leave yeah, me they'll, alone. They'll kill yeah. each other, maybe, and then it'll be over. Um, and the whole thing plays out and I'm, I, we, we can wait to talk about the ending and everything like that because it's wild um, but I just what I love so much about this movie first of all don't if you do when if you haven't stopped to go watch it yet please do but just remember this don't miss a word don't miss a moment mm-hmm. stay engaged in it I had to keep rewinding because you know in life, that too. fucking you get a text message shit like if you do that you will miss something mm-hmm. so just like I, I watch it for the second time today i watched this um, when it came out a couple months ago i i watched it for the second time today and i picked up some more things and what i what i love the most about this whole movie is you never see this anymore it's a movie that takes place in one single one location, location so in one, one location night, movie I one night it. one night mm-hmm. small group of characters it was like a play Yes, hundred percent. Exactly. I have and I have that written down in my notes. It's probably mm-hmm. why maybe they took Rylance because he is a, he's more adapted at plays and and things like that. I think that it's just in this day and age you don't see that anymore. It's just a one scene. They're in his shop. There's mm-hmm. the front of the shop. There's the back. That's it. That's yep. all you see. They never leave. And I think that's really impressive. So when you have a situation like that, you have to rely on the talent of your filmmaker. And of your actors and of your writers, and mm-hmm. that's this movie is just chocked full of talent all the way around. Is. Right, and it just it just turns out to just be just a, an amazing movie. TP, what did yeah. you think? Uh, I I gotta say, uh, 
especially as far as the the acting goes and the characters when we did our uh who's next episode of like actors we think are poised for a breakout on my short list was uh what's it Dylan O'Brien, Dylan the kid O'Brien. who played he's, Richie. He's been, yeah. he's been getting popular lately. Yeah, he's starting to blow up. He was fucking excellent. He was in the he did the uh, Maze Runner trilogy. Yeah, it, he was really good. It, that's the only bad thing I can say about this movie is there wasn't enough of him. Yeah, he like I wish he lasted up I longer. I did not expect him to go that fast. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was excellent. Yeah. So spoiler: he gets fucking killed early <laughs> through the fucking throat. But and it, but it's a direct result of English's of what English needling and yes. fucking with them because he got in Francis's head. Because remember, mm-hmm. Francis comes back after he's been fucking with Richie this whole time. Francis yep. comes back and he immediately says, "Hey, hey, he's been. He, I think he's going crazy. He's lost so much blood. He's telling. He's saying he thinks you're the rat." That's mm-hmm. not what happened at all. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Shit, and then man. the briefcase opens, and he's like, "Where's the tape? Where's the tape?" <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh, it's it's just that. It's just, so good. It's really brilliant, Marky. Uh, opening thoughts of, of of the outfit. I I loved it. Um, you know, TW. Uh, I don't know if it was on air or afterwards, but last week, uh, you made a comment of something like saying, uh, "I'd like you guys to watch the movie The Outfit" because I don't know how I feel about it. And I don't know if uh, if if you meant that or if you were just saying it to like be kind of like uh, coy or understated. So I went into this movie thinking like this might be dog shit, <laughs> and then like I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. It it and also juxtaposed with R R R because I watched the last hour of R R R today. And I watched uh, the outfit last night and watching the outfit was like a palate cleanser. It was a breath. Of, <laughs> it was a breath of fresh air. Right. Holy shit. As far as a film goes, um, it was just clean. And, you know, it, up and I've got some notes here about the very end in the, in the plot. I, I do believe there's a little bit of some plot holes there. Um, but, uh, you know, just sharp writing, sharp, beautiful acting, characters, setting. Um, I didn't look to see if it was uh, adapted from like a, a Broadway play, but it, you're right. A hundred percent felt like it was it, everything up. And even with, uh, if you remember whenever, what was his name? Roy, um, the, uh, the Irish mob boss, mm-hmm. um, yeah. whenever Roy. these guys, Roy Boyle, would, yeah. Roy Boyle. Um, Boyle. And I think maybe Francis too, but whenever they would pull up, um, you would see their headlights reflecting off of like the upper skylights. Yeah. And is that not just like a, that, that's like a, a that's a, such a, a used tool and, and on stage when like, you know, they don't right. show a car pulling up, they show right. lights reflecting off of something and like the sound of a, a car. Um, and Mark Rylance, I've, uh, really grown to love. I, I have only seen him in, uh, I think the first thing I saw him in was Ready Player One, um, which, you know, was kind of a, um, a, a younger audience movie, I guess, like sci fi and the movies, or the movies based off of a book from like a young adult section. But he was in that, and I was like, who is this guy? You know, he's good. And then uh, Mark Rylance, again, was in Don't Look Up. He played the... Yeah, that's right. He, yes. played the, yeah. he played the tech billionaire. 
and yeah. he was fantastic in that. Played the Elon Musk, uh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos. Hybrid. Yeah. Bill yeah. Gates. Fucking, <laughs> he played yeah. all of them. Warren Buffett, like you name it, you're a billionaire. Yeah. You're him. And I loved, I loved his class. And I'm drinking a, a little dab of scotch right now mm. because he was just cool, classy, so classy. It, love I, I loved how he, how, uh, how deep he was into his trade. Um, and I followed his, his, uh, I, I was disguised or uh, de- deceived by what he was doing as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Er, early on in the movie, I thought that he might have some violence to him, but the more I watched him, I'm like, no, this is just like a lovely man that loves <laughs> making suits. <laughs> Which by the way, can I, can I say real quick, uh, uh-huh. yet another thing I learned from movies and TV mm-hmm. is uh, that whole several row bespoke mm-hmm. suit thing. Like I, I, I forget what it was, uh, but you know, something I watched was the first time when I learned about several row and how they, you know, make suits by hand for fucking people. And it's the best suits on the planet you get it's from like a street that, in London, that yep. spot in London. Yeah. And I learned yeah. from watching movies. Then learned that and shit in school. I, <laughs> I, I uh, we're talking mentioned earlier about the color palette in uh, RRR. That movie is oversaturated, right? With uh, it's an oversaturation mm-hmm. of sound and color, and it's like an acid trip. Um, yeah, where this this movie, the outfit is a nice, calming, subdued. Uh, Mark Rylance is uh, a pleasure to watch, like because he looks like. He, he, call, he says, I'm a cutter, not a tailor. A tailor sews on buttons. A cutter, you know, yeah. creates a suit. And yeah. you watch him mark out the shapes on fabric. And mm-hmm. it's like very methodical. It was and, really cool, too. And it was cool like to watch. Watching how yeah. a suit gets made, I thought was right. awesome. It was neat. Um, the, the, the total of the movie is a runtime of an hour and 45 minutes. And it felt like it just ran through. It was very Look. clean. Everything, mm-hmm. yes, everything was precise. The characters, the dialogue, like you said, TW, you had to, if you missed something, you had to rewind it because there was no wasted uh, lines there. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of other notes. If you guys want to, uh, I'll pick it back up. If you guys want to jump in on something, yeah, no, that's a good. Like there, there was, there was really no fat to the movie everything had a purpose everything that was said every word mm-hmm. everything had a purpose for the movie it, like i said it's like the exact opposite of rrr where we're saying right cut out an hour of that shit there was shit that meant nothing they just did it because mm-hmm. it was a blockbuster whereas right. this this one i could have stood for some more storytelling it, like, exactly you could just, you could have given me a little more backstory and just watch rylance make more seats yeah. right? yeah. but like the, yeah. it, it, you know what it was it was it was the movie itself was like a throwback, like to, yeah, to like yeah. like it, it used like plot devices and like filming aspects of like older generations. It, it, it just like it and the way it like slowly built the intrigue right. throughout the movie. It was just a beautiful. I was talking about a, it was a bit of a slow burn. I talk about that a lot, and, and sometimes it's hard to get that right. Not a lot of movies can get that right. This movie got that so right, it, and, and it was yeah yeah. yeah. I was just, real quick. I don't know what if it's. Uh, if there's a term for it, but when they refer to a character only by name for like a majority of the film, and then you see that person at the end, like the La Fontaines, they were talking about the entire yeah, yeah, film, yeah, yeah, and, and then they pop up. Interesting stuff. I thought that was really nicely done. I just like 
you guys talk about, you know, Rylance is, is he was so, cl- I thought the, he, how classy he was. I thought the movie itself was very classy. Right. Just, just in general, but then it also mixed in some like weird, squeamish, bloody shit too. Like remember mm. when Francis is cleaning up the giant pool of blood? Like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! But uh, he's I using th- like a yeah a silk pocket square to try <laughs> yeah, and mop up. Nasty. And uh, the, I'll just say too, uh, Graham Moore was a director, and I was I was talking about how, um, oh man, you have to have a really talented director. This was the first movie he really he directed some short. Uh, a few years ago this is his first full-length feature directorial basically it's his directorial debut in feature yeah. films wow. and um uh, he, and he, he was one of the he wrote it as well he also wrote he oh, wrote shit. the imitation game as well so obviously he's mm-hmm. a very gifted writer um but mm-hmm. man you know if you're gonna come out there throwing shit like that like right out of the blue like in your first uh, directorial basically your directorial debut that's that's impressive stuff i yeah hope to see him some more because this was, this was well done it, it is sharp. This movie, like you said, the, the movie felt classy. It felt like a throwback. The uh, wardrobe was wonderful. The setting, it was very small. The front of the shop, the back of the shop. Um, and then like the exterior of the shop briefly. And the cast, uh, what was there? Maybe a dozen characters or less. I Ten characters. Less. Yeah. Um, and the, the, yeah, the, the classic, uh, plot devices of guessing who done it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it was, it was very fun to watch and try and figure out mm-hmm. I myself early on. And I felt like the audience was directed to, to think that English Leonard Rylance was the mole and then mm-hmm. the rat. And he uh, says that he's he's the rat, you know, early on. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he's kidding. Shit. But from that yeah. moment, I was like, oh, no, he's definitely the rat. Yeah. 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 Then, so, it's so very, it, yeah. The it, writing really took you down a run. Yeah. He, ki- he kind of was. Mm-hmm. But he also kind of right. wasn't because Maeve was really. Right. Yeah. Ma- Maple was the rat. See, and that's the thing. I And here come the super spoilers because I fucking love a twist ending. Mm-hmm. And this gave us multiple twists. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it turns out that the fucking girl is the actual fucking rat. Right. But then there's a twist that it, English set the whole goddamn thing in motion and made up the whole thing with the outfit and pretended to be the outfit. Right. And then hey, here's one more twist for you. English is actually a fucking badass killer yeah. that you know got the fucking tattoos all over his arm he rolls yeah, up his sleeves and tats. he's like all right motherfucker you want this let's do it yeah and fucking murders him brutally with yeah. the shears right yeah, through yeah. the throat like what a great fucking ending like i said i, I love it. twist endings and this gave us like multiple twists and there was the also end. the uh I, I feel like the he he would have occasionally have these flashbacks, very brief flashbacks of the bolts of cloth going up mm-hmm. in flames, and then the shop goes up in flames in the very end. Yeah. Also, the flashback turns out to be like a true story, of mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, um, yeah. And I, uh, like I was mentioning earlier, I, th- I thought when I first saw Mark Rylance's character, I, I thought that he had some violence, a history of violence. 
Um, and then I kind of forgot about that idea. I think that was Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and my note actually says uh, Leonard English has a history of violence. Um, but throughout the, the movie, I forgot about that idea until the very end when he rolls his sleeves up and you see these like prison tats of like yeah. scorpions and snakes. And you guys know how much I love just arbitrary film violence. And I was like, fuck yeah, like, here he comes. And I knew those shears were going to come into play too. Sure enough. He shoves yeah, those he shears. He talked on about the them a number of times. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and two, like it, it made me realize in that moment, like that means he's been holding this in. This entire ordeal running from this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just this, he he really is this underlying badass. He's older now. He's not what he used to be, obviously. But you know, he had to like he was in peril the whole movie, and he had to harness this in. He did he seem been, sad. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been more violent earlier. He probably could have fucked Francis up earlier on if he wanted. But this was like right. he was like he, he had the opportunity to take Richie's gun. Yeah. So they yeah. Come the oh, part yeah. When oh, you're he's right. Looking you're at right. His gun yeah, yeah, yeah. And Richie's yeah. laying there. Forgot about that. And he knows he could take it. And Richie just kind of looks at him like, please don't take my gun. He was just a puppet master. Like he was just the whole right? thing. And but but like, here's here's yeah. the big question though, real quick. Um puppet master. Let's go what ahead, came now. first? Her uh the secretary talking to the FBI or him setting shit up? Did and she talk to the FBI yes. and he's like, Well, if she's doing that. I might as well get shit going. Or did he set shit up to make her talk to the FBI so he could do all that shit? That's where I wrote in my notes that I thought there was a little bit of plot holes because, uh, you know, he English did write the envelopes with the outfit symbol. So Mm -hmm. we we know that he made that up. Um, But uh, yes, his secretary uh, was selling secrets to the LaFontaine's originally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and to the FBI th- and then brought in the FBI but yeah does she start selling to the FBI because Rylance pushed her towards that right? or is, did he just adapt it, it kind of those, those final yeah. those final plot points in the movie like the there was everything seemed to kind of uh, be laid out and make sense and then those final couple of plot points at the end it was just like in this and it like rushed past them not that mm-hmm. like not that it felt like a like a like a real plot hole, but I've been trying to think about it and revisit like right. the order of events. See, that's the thing. I don't I don't think it's so much a p- plot hole as a question you're left to kind of wonder. Like, did he set it all up from the beginning, or did he just to adapt to what was happening? But I guess mm-hmm. I guess for me, and maybe I'm stupid. Maybe there's something I missed here. But mm-hmm. the overall the the overall point. Like, why? 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 Why did he? Was he just trying to get those people out of? Was he trying to fuck with them to get them out of his shop so he could live? Why right. did he do it all? Why did he set this whole thing in motion? That's what I, I think. Because I, near, near the end, at some point, he even says, "Like you know, like I came all the way here, and then who is my first fucking customer? But a gangster, you know? Yeah. Like he wanted to get away from it. Shows up in Chicago and can't get away from it. And right. I think maybe that was the point. It's like I, I got to get these fuckers out of my shop. But but then what ends up happening is he has to leave because then the mob boss. Remember, like there's an open mm-hmm. end with the mob boss too. Because remember he leaves, 
Yeah. And now he's going to get the fuck out of Dodge. So he has to burn the shop down. Right. And fucking go and so, move on and do it again somewhere else. So, well, the yeah. mob, the mob so boss. What was the point? Yeah, exactly. The mob it, boss it, uh, was killed. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Right. Being sent to the La Fontaines. Oh, well, I mean, did, did they did they say that? Did it actually happen? They didn't, but was, I think that was implied. I think, right. Yeah. She said she shot Roy. So, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because yeah. he got that on tape too, and said, "Here, send this to your FBI friend." <laughs> well, and then he probably had to leave. Because remember, wasn't there something with the tape too? Yeah. Like the tape that that they gave to the La Fontaines actually wasn't. It was, it was his, just him talking about how to make a suit. So that's why he had to get the fuck out of Dodge, because then the La Fontaines were probably coming back for him. Yes, guess. exactly. Okay. So, right. but why? So that was another thing. This tape recorder, uh, in in this flashback thing it shows the secretary being with the fbi agent that puts the recorder behind the radiator mm-hmm. and then we later get a flashback of english making we see that his original narration at the beginning of the movie is him talking to the taper into this tape recorder mm-hmm. about making a suit yeah. um and then he that's the tape that he's been playing with during this whole night of uh, you know switching it around Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, I, so the whole time the the how did he know the tape recorder was there and like where is he? Because he was the and, well. So the thing that that was the whole point is like it, he sits back and acts like he doesn't hear anything, but he hears and knows everything. Yeah. Okay. And so like the the letter from the outfit saying like here's the tape you're gonna listen and you'll find out who the uh you know who the rat is. He's the one that wrote that letter to begin with. So he knew on that tape, it didn't say who the rat was. It just fucking had just how to make a suit. How know? to make a suit, yeah. So, <laughs> and then so the real tape is, to yeah, record the real... all the confessions, yeah. Interesting, okay. So, yeah. It's, um, there, there is a little bit more, like, so it, with that, there is a little bit more... Uh, cerebral to this movie like you know we mm-hmm. i myself i had to talk it through with you guys to you know kind of piece myself there um the movie doesn't run that long and it's it lays it out for, for you pretty easily mm-hmm. and until those last bits um you gotta figure it out for yourself yeah i, I did love the uh the, sh- the shootout between francis and richie um, mm-hmm. yeah, How the fuck did Richie off. miss? That was, that Richie, Richie just thought he Richie was. Richie should you know, have killed him. Richie thought he was cool. Francis obviously took six marbles for Roy yeah. or whatever. And- Which, by the way, taking marbles to the stomach is that not the coolest way of saying I got shot? <laughs> I took a fucking marble to the belly. That's, That's a yeah. fucking badass way of saying I got yeah. shot. <laughs> Richie, Richie Love it. points and shoots at him point blank, and Francis d- doesn't move and just pops him right through the throat. Yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty brutal. Brutes McGoots. I thought that the a really telling moment. Actually, not telling. Actually, now that I think about it, it fucking confuses me more. Do you remember after Francis leaves and Roy is in the back with 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 English, and he realizes that the kid's coat, Richie's coat, is there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he's he's he just keeps pushing. He keeps pushing. You got to tell me. You got to tell me. And he's just about to tell him. He actually says Francis yeah. shot, but then Francis comes in with Maeve. Right. And then he and then suddenly English flips it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's, he he shot, you know, six people and Richie. Shot, yeah. Some Fontaines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so hmm. it makes you think too, like, was he going to say, 
I think so. Francis shot Richard. Was he going to say with what I, he actually I said? I think you're right. I think he probably would have, which I actually now makes me think that that is the whole thing is he just rolls with the punches. So yeah, it probably was her getting the FBI involved. And then he's like, all right, how can I use this to my advantage? Right, right, right. As opposed to him setting it up from the beginning. So I think that is it. Yeah, he's just really good at adapting. Yeah, he can fucking lying. adapt to he's anything a good liar. on the fly. Well, yeah. on, <laughs> speaking of adapting, remember at the very end when the LaFontaines do show up? That's so great. And, Such a great scene. And he uh, gives away to them that uh, Francis is in the back. With a gun. Yeah. And then the Francis back. comes yeah. rushing out and has his gun trained on the the leader of the LaFontaines. Mm-hmm. And then English tells them not to worry because I emptied his pistol tonight. Yeah, he and then <laughs> for a split second, he looks at it and they just shoot him. <laughs> Such a great scene. Yeah. Oh, man. Such an amazing scene. Yeah, I the mean, split second his gun wasn't pointed at their boss, they yeah. fucking took him out. But that, That's re- all they needed was him to not be pointing a gun at their boss. Yeah. But that does, and as soon as that happened, boom, doesn't that remind dead. you of like an old school gangster trick? Right there, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Big you know time. what I mean. Just like a, just something mm-hmm. inherent that he would know that will throw somebody off just long enough to get them fucking shot. Like yeah. that's like a guy who's who did it for a long time. Or what? What I what I liked it better about that was that uh, I felt like the, in in cinema it would have been like I emptied your gun and his gun would have been empty. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> what I liked about him, this again, rolling with the punches. It, baby. It's, he said I emptied your gun. He's like, did you? And like he didn't, he was just fucking with totally him. loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a, a quarter second was all it was. Yeah, flam gets blasted. That's a great scene. Yeah. yeah, which by the way, so near near the end when he's like getting ready to burn down the shop, at one point the camera pans over uh, Francis's body, and like you see his arm twitch. I first saw that and I was like, "Oop, whoop!" There, there's a fucking mistake. <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I didn't notice <laughs> like, either. Yeah, you see his arm move, and I thought, like, I rewound it and watched again to make sure I wasn't going crazy, and 100% of his arm moves. Interesting. I thought it was just, like, a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and then a second later, he gets up, and you realize, oh, it wasn't a fucking mistake. He's yeah. actually still alive. And that's yeah, he, when you get your final twist that he's he a shot, like, bad twice. motherfucker. Dude, I got, I got, I got like... Fucking goosebumps when he started when he took the coat off and started rolling up the sleeves. I was like, because yes. like it was, it was always in the back of your head. Like there's something else about this guy I that I, I don't born quite get. This right. to this he's too good. He's too good at being deceptive. Mm-hmm. There's something else with this guy. And then you see the tats and you're like, I don't know what the fuck those mean, but I just know he's from the wrong side of the tracks. Like, yes. it, and this is this is fucked up. Like that, and that was really, really. I'm getting goosebumps about. I don't about know what right the now. fuck you just said, oh, little good. man, but I fucking love you. <laughs> there's, there's also just something super creepy about it coming from Mark Rylance, where he's just yeah, like, and he's been meek all movie, very like, yeah, mm-hmm. very calmly, quietly telling you that he's like, I tried to leave this life, and he's like rolling yeah. up his sleeves, you're like. Holy fuck, everyone's gonna yeah. die. It's a weird juxtaposition because yeah. it's just like this very meek, calm guy who tries to just and old. I don't want yeah, yeah, I don't want any pro- I just want at one point he's like beg he begged uh, uh he begged Francis to leave earlier mm-hmm. on in the movie. He's just like, I don't want anything to do with this. I, I told you you can do this, you can go uh, and I won't say anything to anybody. Please just leave. Like he, he wanted it seemed like he wanted nothing to do with it. And then mm-hmm. it just turns out he's just a 
badass from old from back in the day. Like yeah. well, fuck. Like that's really awesome. I, I will say you did like you could kind of see Francis thought something was up mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. started stitching him up. He's like stitching up these fucking bullet wounds like it's old hat. And you see Francis kind of look at him like, dude, this is a fucking bullet wound. Why why are you so nonchalant about stitching it up? Yeah. You could tell he thought something, but again, he was so good. He made him forget about that very shortly. Yeah, because he says, he's like, I don't know how to stitch a a body. You know, I stitch people. He's like, well, fucking do it. And then he's like, okay. Stitch, 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 stitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blood everywhere, no problem. Yeah. It's fuck. It's uh like we could probably go on all night about this movie. I loved this movie, it's man. So I really did too. This, this immediately jumped into my top five of this year so far. Yeah, and I I'll, I'll say, first of all, it, it's one of the best crime films to come out in I don't know what, since maybe like Knives Out, uh, you know, if that's mm-hmm. a crime film, technically, I don't know. But I really hope this gets some Oscar love. You know, it's not one Ryan of those Lynch movies that great. it's not one of those movies that so comes good. out late in the year like they try to, mm-hmm. you know, came so out early. In there. And it, 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 it was, you know, I'm sure they did introduce it into theaters briefly so it could get the, you know, the recognition. But it's mostly been streaming. Um but not only Rylance, but uh Dylan think, O'Brien was fucking excellent. Was in a I liked him a lot. I like I liked I liked Zoe Deutsch 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 Gary Greg Greek is it Greg Dan? <laughs> but yes. I so I thought she was good. I thought the guy that played Roy, uh, the, the the crime boss there, Johnny Flynn. Actually, he was the, quite good. Yeah, Francis, Francis Johnny Flynn too. Quite, I don't know if any of those, but I think the writing. The writing, maybe the directing, you know. Uh, no, Johnny Johnny Flynn, the guy that played uh, Francis, he was a, a, a massive hit for me. No, I thought he was great. So good. I, I, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if he's got, you know, he's one of those guys that's going to get like Oscar recognition. I hope that'll be great. But oh I think no, just, I don't think that. No, but like, I'm sorry, but, yeah, but yeah. as far as Oscar love goes, I think Rylance. I right, think the right. directing. I think the writing. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know about editing and shit like that. That's more up DP's alley, but. Um, I, I think it, it. You're right. I mean, we've watched two movies in back-to-back weeks that we can say are potentially the best movie of the year, within with mm-hmm. the outfit and everything everywhere all at once. The thing is, it's hard to say which one is better because they are drastically different movies. 100%. So it's like you can't sit so there and say very different. Like, how do you say which one is better than the other? Like, and how do you even base that criteria? Yeah. Like so, I said. The- the outfit could be a play. Yeah, it is. everything everywhere at all once can't I be a play. Really, <laughs> like, dude, if, 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 really they, put, the if, if they took that movie adapted. and like put it and like sent it on the road as a play, I would go fucking see it everywhere in this area because mm-hmm. it was just the 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 story's amazing. But yeah, I, I hope it does. I, it deserves it. I think it's it's by far one of the best movies of the year so far. And, well, it's easily in my top. I've seen a. I, because I had been thinking, like, if I was to put a top five together, what would be in there? I've seen a bunch of movies this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, between uh, Doctor Strange and Top Gun and now this and RRR and everything everywhere. The Batman even. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen a bunch of movies this year. That. This is right near, right at the top. This one is really, really good. And it's I only gonna—it's only gonna get tougher. DP, we got the Thor movie coming out, mm-hmm. and then like, and then they haven't even like released like the the Oscar heavy ones like they do in like yeah, October. Yeah, that's coming at the like, end of the year. So. Be, this could end up being like a pretty, pretty 
uh, wide field. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that'd be nice. I, I don't know. I don't know. This movie deserves it. I think it was really, really great. So, you know, um, yeah, sorry, Marky. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I, I guess it doesn't, this doesn't really make much sense. Sorry, but I was going to, uh, <laughs> everything everywhere all at once had a runtime of two nineteen. Yeah. This movie had a runtime of uh, one forty five, and what I was going to say is that, like, even though it's only a thirty five minute difference, that it one feels incredibly longer just because of the yeah. expanse. Mm-hmm. And uh, but thirty five minutes in film, you can that is a lot of time. So that's where I kind of corrected myself, saying like, eh. It, I, what I was trying to get at was that the the uh, outfit feels like a quick movie because it just sits in the same setting and yeah. you see the same mm-hmm. characters and it's a, a sharp story and sharp dialogue. Um, but yeah, I, I love this movie, man. And you you you, uh, you kind of threw me for a loop there when you said you you said you didn't know how you felt about it. So I kind of came in here with really low expectations. I didn't want to um, I didn't want to be like I didn't want to Blair Witch Project you. You know I didn't want to be like, this is a <laughs> fucking scariest movie ever and then people see it they're like man i didn't want to do yeah. that but but i wasn't lying because i really think this movie borders on a masterpiece i really do and so that's where i was like i don't know if it is or not that's why i said that i want to ah, okay yeah. i, I talking, think it borders on masterpiece sam sam watched it with me last night and mm-hmm. um i was talking with it, uh, uh more about her today and uh she was reaffirming a lot of the same things that we are talking about. She enjoyed it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Loved it. Um, That's a solid fucking film, man. Like that's, that is a good fucking movie through and through. That's, that's going to be a a good four and a half for me. I don't know if we're at the, the we are, we are. I was just going to ask. And that's where I am too. Cause it's not, it's not one of my fives and it's not Mm -hmm. just a touch below I'm like the middle of four and a half or 4.75 because I think it borders on masterpiece. Yeah. Just, just a hair below masterpiece. Um, so I'm, I'm right at four and a half on this. I think it's brilliant. What about you, DP? Uh, yeah, I'm vacillating between four and a half and four and a quarter. But yeah, again, I'm I'm such a sucker for twist endings. I feel like maybe I'm over. <laughs> God, that ending was enjoying so good. the the extra twist. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go with four and a half because yeah, I just I fucking loved that ending. I loved peep, the fucking the way rolling up the oh, sleeves like so oh, like, that was amazing. Dude. Like you could you could think that something yeah like something would happen like you had a past, and it wasn't just the twist. It was how they unveiled it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fu- I mean, he's just a, and he's, he's like, he got shot in the arm too. And he's like, all right, he has to kind of take the coat off. Like oh, I've been shot before. Fuck it. And then he just like, yeah, <laughs> as he, he's just so nonchalant. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, oh my God, that blew my so mind cool. in that moment. I, me- yeah. I was yeah. totally geeking out. Fucking, fucking Francis was like, holy shit. This whole, into. this whole movie we've been drawn into fearing francis because he's like a psycho he's the and crazy yeah. one yeah the, yeah. the crazy one he and shot richie yeah look right. out for him yeah no, and he's willing he was to not the scary one in the room no he's he's that willing to amazing. uh yeah. Fuck, throw, that's awesome. throw the whole boil crew <laughs> underneath the fence like he has no problem 
giving the boil the boil crew up to the LaFontaine. Oh, Think yeah, about he's that. Slimy. He's slimy. Throughout that yeah. whole film, always the scariest fucking person in that room was the cutter. Was English. Yeah, yeah. which he I love that he the scariest did. motherfucker the whole time. And I just love never knew it. And I love that he just oh. that that alliteration that I'm sorry, that alliteration, that that foreshadow where he kept referring to himself as a cutter, which right. is just such a scary yeah, fucking thing to say. Once you know cutter. who he it really is, he, and he says he's a cutter. And I also love too that they didn't have like some stupid drawn out fight. It's like Francis went on with the knife, he stopped him, grabbed the shears, fucking neck done. Right. Done. Yeah, like, and his shears are coming. like a foot and a half long that go They're down huge. through his clavicle. Oh, yeah, just fucking and i mean what it's just a uh, just a beautifully understated way to have a total shock twist ending yeah. like i mean the, even in that moment they still kind of understated it like they did the whole movie mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. god oh and there's and so much brilliance about this movie also uh one thing that uh sam said that like we were watching the movie uh at the very end uh, she's like oh he's making his suit like the whole time uh, English has been working <laughs> working on this suit. Yeah, at right? the very end, it turns out to be his suit. He so, puts it yeah. on, and he yeah, wears he knew it. Out he was going to be going. So yeah, yeah. he knew awesome. he was getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. And when he gets blood on it, he takes the sleeve right. off. It makes even more sense when he get got so annoyed that blood was on it. Like he yeah. looks over at the suit and sees blood on the sleeve, and you just see it on his face. Yeah, fucking annoyed really as shit. Can, can I bring up one more thing? And I swear that's it. We can wrap it after this because we can go on all night. Okay, let's go me- on all night. Fuck yeah, it. fuck it. Do you remember at one point he tells the story about a customer who wanted, who kept telling him that it, like he had to like change oh, the sleeves? Yeah. yeah. And but then he was saying, oh, no, you need to cut the shoulders. No, 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 it's the sleeves. And they're arguing back and forth. They went, all right, all right. So what do I do? And so when he cut the shoulders, but he told him it was the sleeves. And the yeah. guy was like, this is exactly what I wanted. I'm like, yeah. is that not a motif for what the, he did the entire fucking movie to everybody that he gave it a contact <laughs> Holy with? Holy fucking yeah. shit. He did that to everybody. He yeah. made them yeah. think everything was their idea. And it was really yeah. his. Oh, my God. Holy yeah. fuck, that's brilliant, dude. That just came to my head like 10 seconds ago. Nice. You, you cracked the case. Holy fuck, that's genius. Yes. That's it. Wow, how brilliant is that in that movie? That whole movie. That might bring it up to four seven five. No, it's the shoulders, not the sleeves. (laughs) I yeah, you know, mine just went up to seven. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's what I mean. Like it it was like, wow, it's the same. Great, wow, good fucking pickup. That's brilliant. I'm too stupid to understand that because when when he said that line. I was like, oh, like it felt it's a cool deep. story, bro. It felt fucking deep, but I didn't understand it. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So what everybody, everybody <laughs> thought the whole thing was their idea. Everything they did, right? it wasn't. He was calling the shots the whole yeah. goddamn movie. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Holy shit. It's just brilliant. Wow. It's just great. Really brilliant. So great. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Good call. So uh, if anybody listened through this whole thing and didn't go watch the movie, we warned you and you're an asshole. Yeah. That. Please we, go we just broke it down mm-hmm. scene by scene, I just, character by character. And if you did watch it and you just heard us talk about it, go back and watch again and fucking <laughs> notice how brilliant that fucking moment was that TW just brought up. Yeah. That the whole time he was fucking... He just fixed the shoulders and told them it was the sleeves. Right. There's a exactly. whole fucking movie. It was him doing that. Brilliant. The Genius. guy's brilliant. You know, wow. Great. With uh, the movie RRR, I want uh, like a poster 
or a mm-hmm. T-shirt of you know those guys riding on their shoulders carrying bolt action rifles. I'm, I'm gonna make that happen one way or another. Thank you. All <laughs> right. So if you can make that happen, DP uh, TW, I would appreciate it if you could get me a uh, snub nose 38 and a three piece suit with a shoulder holster. No problem. I'd, I'd feel really cool about that. No problem. Thanks, DP. And I want a T-shirt that just says, "I'm not a tailor. I'm a cutter." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, what a great flick. Loved it. So, yeah, I'm happy. Really good, man. Yeah, good quality. Well, when it came out, I remember like seeing the reviews. I'm like, oh, it looks great. And I I went in with just, I I had no idea what it was Mm. about. I hadn't even read the synopsis. I just went in blind and I was like, just wrapped from the very beginning. So, great flick. This is one of those like kind of rare ish movies where uh, the uh, audience reviews. Much higher than uh, critics. Critics are no like shit. 85. Yep. The uh, audience is like 93. Yep. No yeah. The audience loves it. And it's a kind of critic darling movie. Yep. Yeah. But the audience loves it even more. So doesn't happen often. No. If something like this, I would very much expect the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because it's it's kind of like, uh, it, it does seem like more of like a, a critic's kind of, because it's yeah. smart, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. cerebral, yeah, not, no a, not a shoot them up. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. The people who saw this movie just yeah, loved no it. CGI. I mean, no but you know what? Mark, no Marky, loves the, Marky loves those fucking CGI shoot them ups like we all kind of do, yeah. you know? When you see a brilliant yeah. movie, you see a brilliant movie. You know, it, it, hopefully people can tell the difference. That'd be interesting. I mean, yeah. um, maybe uh, AJ can give us his uh, bad critic review game. I've read through some of them, the the uh, the audience yeah. review. And, uh, you know, I found, I did find a couple of shitty ones. People were like, this is fucking stupid. But nobody could explain why they thought it was stupid. They were like, boring. <laughs> I'm fucking dumb, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to think if I don't have to. Oh, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> Fuck off. Really see this movie for the art that it is. It's really, it's really brilliant. So. Jackass yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to fucking watch Johnny Knoxville get his balls exploded. That's probably something, <laughs> probably something you did at some point, right? So it's always something with his balls, right? Yeah, yeah. Ouch, yeah, my lots balls. Of, lots of genitalia humor. Jackass. Which, don't get me wrong. Actually, enjoy jackass movies. No, there's, there's, yeah. no, there's a market for it. Definitely, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, it's funny. Go it's away, funny. I'm fading. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, listen, guys, we got to wrap we are. We We're found there. the end of the train station. We are there. We are at that like hour forty-five, like we always do. So that's great. right. Um, what? Wait, do you think AJ is feeling any, you know, kind of way right now? Like, is there anything you think he might want to get off his chest or? Um, what tarnations are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Cass. Why did he say that? <laughs> I have no idea. That is a fucking weird, weird one. That was like what way back. I feel like he was trying no to idea. quote me, like or quote some southerners <laughs> or something. Yeah, he doesn't know. So, all right. Well, anywho, we um we got we got some interest. We got to figure some stuff out coming up because DP's got some stuff coming up, and Marky's got some stuff coming up. I got some some stupid. A wedding I gotta go to on some well, summertime, man. Like vacations and time off, and we usually record on Fridays. Yeah. And so, so know. listen for for our faithful. We're gonna do our best to try to get some episodes out here and there. We got some stuff coming up. I think we'll we should probably be able to record next week, right? 
I yeah. think so. Yeah. Fourth of yeah, July weekend. We'll I have back a, next have a week. little vacation. So we'll come back. We'll come back with something and we'll try to figure some stuff out. We got some, like we were saying when we were texting, we got some, some movies coming to theaters. Maybe we can get some reviews into those. Maybe we can switch our recording. We'll try and figure it out. You might miss us a week here or there, um, but. Or maybe just know. have DPs breathing into the mic for 30 yeah. minutes. DP will just just hit every soundbite we have. I, I could do that, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, AJ. Well, you've been all night. All right. well, you think AJ's just like out of my that's... face? Do you, think AJ, do you think AJ's at some like weird like after party that's like an eyes wide shut kind of <laughs> thing going on? People are like fucking pheasant heads on and they're blowing each other and stuff like that you think that's right yeah, he's, yeah. He's, AJ's he's, sitting there and he's like uh i'm starting to get a little tipsy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's that's my he's got some classics that's my All favorite right. well listen we're gonna call it a night uh great job tonight guys i'm happy uh we got to watch these movies very different movies holy shit what's up bitches hey well he's here he's here yeah, he just kicks in the door like fucking yeah. stone cold. Yeah. And he's like, what's and up, bitches? We go on for another hour and a half, like RRR. <laughs> AJ Christ. puts us all on his shoulders and fucking yeah, runs through the board. Shooting people. <laughs> we bust right, well, out listen. the song and dance. Well, we put a long tail on this Ooh. kite. All right. Let's uh let's call it an evening. Uh guys, great job. Good movies. Happy enjoyed them to you know some degree at least on each. Obviously, the outfit is a fucking classic. But Here's um, I'm so glad we'll, I watched. We it. should be back next week. We'll figure out a topic. We'll talk about that. We'll uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk to you guys then. Uh, this should be dropping on Monday. So you guys have an amazing week. You'll be coming up in the Fourth of July weekend. So if you don't hear from us until the following Monday, please be safe. And uh, we love you. Have a good night. Night night. What's up, bitches? <laughs> I love little children the movie council is adjourned